You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. What a day it's been today. So, a little backstory. For, well, first of all, let me just say that the um, poll for the Adidas thing, there was only like three people that voted that my boss won. Everyone else voted that I won. They also were sending me DMs saying that I said it totally normal. And so he's not going to listen to this to know the results. And he hasn't mentioned it all day, which means that he already knows. But we are the champions, my friend. And we keep on fighting till the end. I'm sweating balls right now. Um, so today, okay, so for months, my dad's been wanting a new TV. When we were dealing with all that headache at Air Canada, like stuck in Canada, he was texting me asking when we were going to be home, if we could go with him to Costco to help him buy this TV. Simultaneously, he's been doing some like some fall cleaning, I guess you could say, making some room in his garage. I told you about the VHSs that he had and how my friend Kaylin wanted them. Um, And he said he would sell them to me for 50 or split it with me or whatever. He ended up just saying I could have all of it. So he's been nagging me about coming over to pick them up. But, you know, Brett's parents are here, yada, yada, yada. So he texted me the other night and he was like, I'm getting a TV delivered. I'm going to need some help moving the TV from downstairs to upstairs and then hooking up the new TV. Actually, I don't even think he said he was going to need help at first. And then he said, no, I'll need help getting the old TV upstairs because it's like older. So it's heavier, not as flat, not as movable. Um, But he was getting the other TV delivered. So I was like, "Okay, let me know. I was like, I can come over on Wednesday, grab those VHS tapes and then help you put the TV up. He was like, "Okay, I'll let you know. So I think it was just like a couple nights ago that he was like, yeah, I'm going to need help. So if you guys could like come over or I'll let I think he said like, I'll let me go back in our text because it's a little confusing. I'm pretty sure at first he said he didn't need help and then. He said he was going to need help. Um, yeah. Yesterday he said tomorrow morning is when the new TV is coming. Can I get could I get some help tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, um, obviously it's going to have to be when we get after work. I was like or when we're done with work, I was like, if you can stand it to wait that long, because my dad is just like me, a lot like Brett, just wants to get things done once something's set in motion. So um, I w- he was like, huh, you know me too well. And I'm like, yes, yeah. so I was like, don't try to do anything on your own. Just wait. I know it's going to kill you, but you're just going to have to wait. So like at 930 this morning, I get a video from him in the in the living room. There's boxes everywhere. The old TV's on the floor. The new TV's on the floor. And I was like, well, I was like, it's only like 9 a.m. So you have a long way to wait. So I texted Brett. I was like, we're definitely going to go have to go help my dad after work. So Brett was like, OK, um, yeah, that's fine. But obviously, when we got off work, like Brett still had more to do. I still had more to do. I was like, let's just go over there really quick. We had to go to the grocery store. Brett's dad came with us to help. And so it's kind of like an argument on the way there because I was just like, can't I stay behind? I'm not going to help anyways. And Brett's like, no, you need to come. Like, I have hella work to do, too. And so um, we get there. Things are already a little tense, right? We get there. We walk in the door. (sighs) And I almost if if things would have been a little more lighthearted on the way, I would have already I would have said on the way. um, You know, when you're like talking about something and I I obviously can't be quiet because I'm recording a podcast, but like everyone that I'm talking about is in the next room. So I'm like trying not to talk super loud and it's distracting me. So I'm just going to start to talk normal, Um, even though you probably won't notice a difference. We walk in, I open the front door and I don't see any boxes. I don't see any TVs and I see the neighbor from across the street. And I was like, oh, fuck. We walk in a little further. Yeah, everything's done everything. And I had texted my dad to tell him that we were on the way. I was like, we're on the way. Sorry that it took so long. And he was like, it's okay. Didn't say it was already done. Nothing. 
So he's just like, yeah, they helped me do it. He's like, I've just been sitting around here looking at all of it all day. Couldn't wait to get it done. And I was like, why? Why didn't you tell me that it was done before we all got in the car and got over here? I was like, we have a ton of stuff to do. And he's like, oh, sorry, I thought you were coming to pick up the DVDs anyways. And my dad was giving Brett a leaf blower. And I'm like, yeah, not number one on my priority list. But like, I'm trying not to be, you know what I mean? I'm annoyed. But and I know it's also like secondhand. Like I knew Brett was pissed. So like, anyways, um, we start to load the DVD or not the DVDs, the VHSs into the truck and the leaf blower and stuff. And he's like, I'm sorry. I was like, it's OK. I was like, I just I told you I was on the way. Like if it was already done or if they were over, if your neighbors were over, here helping me like you should have said something. So we get in the car, and we drive away, and it causes a huge argument. No one's talking right now. Well, between me and Brett, we just all sat at the dinner table silent because he's like somehow blaming this on me. He's like, you should have gotten all the details. I was like, you know how my dad is. He just could not wait. And the second someone offered help or he probably put a bunch of different feelers out and whoever got there first was going to be the lucky one to help him. And so now I can tell he feels bad. He's like sending me all these texts like, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize. He was like, I'm just happy to see you, which then makes me feel super bad. I was like almost crying on the way home because I don't want to make him feel bad. Obviously, I'm always willing to help. It's just that like I was texting my dad last night saying, I didn't even finish work till late last night. Like, it's so hard to juggle everything. I feel bad when we have company. I feel like we're not paying attention to them or doing enough. Like, I, I just I just feel bad. And so to go out of our way to do something when we have hella other stuff to do, like tonight, I have to record four radio shows because Hector is getting ready to go out of town. So I have to record all these shows ahead, do my podcast, post on social media. Like, it's just a lot. So that one thing, I mean, cost us an hour of time, which is precious to us during the week. So Anyways, I texted Kaylin. I was like, I secured the VHS, as I almost said. And it took a whole argument, like an awkward situation to secure it. But I have it. So, yeah, I have all the DVDs, the VHSs, whatever the fuck they are. And then like our neighbor, who's also or my parents' neighbors, who's also our dentist, was like trying to make jokes on the way out. Like, what are you going to do with all those VHSs? But none of us are in the mood for jokes, you know. So Brett's not responding. So I'm like, oh, yeah, my friend wants them because she thinks that one day like the Internet's going to go down and all she's going to have is her VHSs. So, you know, whatever she doesn't take, we're going to donate to Goodwill or whatever. I'm trying to like make conversation, even though I know what's about to happen the second that we drive away. But I'm just like, oh, my God. I almost said, I almost made a joke on the way there. Like, I bet when we get there, it's done. But that just wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the mood. That joke wouldn't have hit. It wouldn't have slapped. Wouldn't have gone over well. So I didn't make it. And then as soon as we walk in the door and I see all that, I'm like, you're lying. And Brett, under his breath, he, you know, he didn't say it loud enough for my dad here because my dad would not have tolerated it. Was like, my dad was like, oh, I'll get a dolly to lift the boxes because the boxes of VHSs were super full. And Brett's like, we don't have time. I'm just going to pick them up. And he said it under his breath. I'm like, I know what you're doing. I was like, you're saying it loud enough for me to hear, but not loud enough for my dad to hear. I should have been like, what was that? What? What did you say? A little louder. Anyways, I just I felt bad because I was stuck behind be, between a rock and a hard place. If it would have just been me, like I just would have been like, huh, OK, show me your new TV. But we literally didn't even stay for five seconds. Like everyone was annoyed. We walked outside, put the stuff in the truck. And then I think my dad caught the vibe. And then I was like, bye. So I knew that I was about to get in an argument with Brett. And I felt bad because I could tell that my dad felt bad. He just didn't realize like in his mind, everyone is not. He knows that we're busy and stuff, but like he's retired. He's been waiting all day to put his TV up. And Brett's whole thing was like, can't he wait till tomorrow? And I'm like, you know, my dad, he can't even wait for five seconds to do this. My alarm's going off. I have to go take the sticky toffee puddings out of the oven and enjoy some dessert. And then I'll record the rest of this because I have more to say. If you go to Trader Joe's anytime soon and you see the pumpkin sticky toffee pudding, oh my God, get it. Me, Brett, 
No, not Brett. Brett's in a mood in the other room. Um, me, Brett's mom, and Brett's dad just had some with some vanilla ice cream. Oh my gosh, it was so good, but I'm so full. I was still full from dinner. Brett's mom and dad and Brett went to the farmer's market, like I told you guys last episode, and they got a ton of tomatoes. So Brett's mom made some tomato soup with salad tonight. Oh, it was so good. And I immediately made the dessert afterwards. So I'm just like stuffed right now. Anyways, so yeah, this is just like um, tonight a waste of a night because now we're both working late. It's almost nine o'clock and um, we just finished eating dinner. I hate eating this late. And yeah, everyone's mad at each other. Well, not everyone. (laughs) Me and Brett are mad at each other and just arguing as if his parents aren't even here. So um, last night we were watching Handmaid's Tale on the couch and um, really good episode, by the way. And I looked down at my phone and I have a text from a random number. But I've been giving I've been getting tons of random texts lately from like um, people that are running for Congress or whatever. Political text messages is what I've been getting. So I look down at it and then I also get like, um, you know, oh, you've won an Amazon gift card. So anyways, I look down. It's a 916 number, which was like interesting. And it's a video and it's just like a guy in it. And I was scared to click on it at first because I was like, is this going to like hack my phone? I don't listen to it with volume. I just start to play it. And it's a guy who looks like he is on drugs, like overdosing, not doing drugs. Just looks like he's like cracked out of his mind, like in a bathtub. And I didn't I was like, oh, my God, I immediately closed it. My heart started pounding. I was like, look at what this look at what someone just sent me. And so I was like, show it to Brett. He doesn't look at it all the way. I was like, oh, my God, this is stressing me out. He like has his tongue out. His eyes are rolled in the back of his head. Like he looks like he is dying somewhere. And so I close it. I block the number and I swipe delete the text. And I have not been able to get the image of that guy out of my head. I was scared to watch the whole thing because he wasn't wearing a shirt. He had like a tattoo on his chest. Like he didn't look clothed. And now I'm like, man, I think all the time when I like post pictures or videos of like Chuck and Benny, you can't see Benny's tags, which has my phone number on it. But Chuck's collar is blue. And sometimes I'm like, I wonder if people can make out the phone number on that. And I like try to be cautious where I can, like putting a sticker over it and stuff when it's up close. But I'm sure that I've put some photos out there with the number not blocked out. Now, someone really psychotic enough to zoom in and get that. I don't know, maybe, but it just freaked me out. It made me want to like burn my phone, set it on fire. So like, like I said, Brett's parents have been here. We work all day. We eat dinner and then we like watch. We've been watching shows at night. We've been staying up a little later than normal. So last night they watched Lord of the Rings while I was up here doing all my stuff. And then I went down. I was under the impression that we were watching Handmaids. And Brett was like, I thought we were going to bed. I was like, we can't just like go to bed super early with your parents here. Like they don't want to go to bed right now. So Brett was complaining because we had to stay up an extra hour to watch Handmaid's Tale. I'm like, oh, my God, you just like miss everyone from home. And then they're here and you just want to go to bed. And I understand that we have to go to work, but we can fight through the pain for a couple weeks of going to bed later than we normally do. I mean, come the fuck on. So um, after the episode was over, I was like, do you mind if I watch like something in bed? And Brett's like, do what you want. Just watch it down here. Like he's been so cranky all week. I don't know what his deal is. Just with me, though. I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like he acts like this when we're in England, too. Like he almost like whenever someone's here or whenever we're there, he like is different towards me. He like likes to show off or something. I, don't, I can't really pinpoint what it is, but I hate it. Um, so he was just like, do what you want. So I was like, fine, I'm going to stay down here and watch The Bachelorette then. Got super comfy on the couch. Chuck came and laid on my chest and was like sprawled out. It was adorable. Um, and I started watching. I started watching until I realized it was three hours. I cut it off right before Gabby's proposal. A couple things that I found interesting. 
Um, we started with Rachel. You could tell by her face when she was watching it back. Oh, my voice sounds weird all of a sudden. Like I inhaled helium, but off opposite. Oh, OK, we're back and we're back. Um, I thought that it was interesting that, first of all, they like it was very obvious from her face. Normally, I feel like they try to fake us out with that. But it was obvious from her face that this was not going to last. And then Jesse goes, I mean, I can see the emotion. I can see that you're holding back tears right now. So tell us what happened. And so she basically says that Chino or Chino, Tino cheated on her. And um, he's like, and did you confront him about this? And she's like, well, yeah. And he's like, and let's watch and see what happens. So you knew that she confronted him because you had footage, but you still had to go there. I just feel like Chris Harrison was a lot more natural. Jesse just feels very forced. Like everything is like super fake when I would just appreciate him being a little more like himself. Like it's all furrowed brow and we'll be right back. Like it's just too much. It feels very forced. So, um... Yeah, they sit down and they have their conversation. Tino keeps getting up and going outside. At one point, his like shirt is unbuttoned. Oh, wait, back up. Before he gets there, Gabby comes over to talk to Rachel and we see her ring, which is crazy because at this point we haven't seen her proposal and they're not stupid. And like, it's weird that they didn't edit that out because at this point, we also don't know if he's actually going to propose if Eric is. But they just blatantly had her hand out there. I was like, well, I guess they're getting married. So... Um, Rachel is very like not crying, which is shocking to me. And that's what made me feel like it was a little bit staged. Tino's actually the one that's crying. It's funny because my boss texted me today and was like, wait, let me get this straight. She's saying that he cheated on her because he kissed someone when she was making out with dudes and potentially even slept with someone the entire season. I'm like, yeah, I get your point. But that was the part of the show after they got engaged. He shouldn't have been meeting up with someone that he was talking to before he went on the show. And he definitely shouldn't have made out with that person. And he was just talking himself in circles. Like he was like, well, yeah, I own up to my mistakes, but that's like totally how Brett apologizes. I'm like, okay, so you can't just give it to me. You can't just say that you were wrong. It has to be followed up with a butt. Okay, cool. Um, So eventually she just says, I'm done. And she is incredibly strong, which is not her personality. And um, they go back to the studio and it's quiet. And she's sitting there pouting and they bring Tino out. His hair looks hideous and again they start talking in circles she keeps alluding to the fact that they were going to therapy for something that she didn't that she knew he didn't want aired out and it had to do with both of them and now I'm very curious I'm like please one of you do a podcast and talk about it that's one thing I am going to be looking for in the next couple days whether they're on vile vile files or Chris Caitlin Bristow or Michelle I don't know if one of these fucking bachelor podcasts I'm going to be listening to them that's for sure so um Yeah, they have their conversation and I knew that something was coming because I was seeing the tweets. So then all of a sudden, Jesse is like, oh, we have someone here that's insisting to see you, Rachel. They bring out Avon and they Avon basically asks if he can like take her out. She's smirking. He takes her off the stage. Tino is stuck there. It's so staged. Jesse's like, well, this is awkward. And he's like, can I go now? I I get that they're trying to like get ratings and get the tweets and get everyone talking. But I just feel like this day and age, reality TV needs to be better. That was a bitch move. I actually felt bad for Tino. Not that I like him, not that I respect him, not that I think that he's a good guy, but ABC should not be doing their castmates like that when they're supposed to be protecting their mental health. Like what the fuck? Come on. And also that seemed very, um, who was it? Oh, Tyler Cameron, when he asked Hannah Brown out afterwards, it feels like it was just Avon was put up by the show. 
Because who's really going to watch a girl say, it was Tino all along. It was Tino. If it's not Tino, I don't want it to be anyone else. And then come out and say that he wants to rekindle. Like, that's just going to be the point. That's just going to be the, the breaking point for arguments in that relationship. I just feel like that was super set up by ABC. It was not a good look. It was bullying. It was just it was mean. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't like it at all. And then they like see cut to them backstage talking. So then at this point last night, I go to bed because I realize it's three hours and I'm not going to be staying up till midnight. I did watch some here and there today. I was like listening as I was doing chores on my lunch break, like emptying the dishwasher and stuff. I actually had to take a break, emptying the dishwasher, come in the living room and we rewind it. Because when I was hearing Jesse talk to Grandpa Joe, Grandpa John, Grandpa John. It seemed awkward. And then when I rewound it and watched it, it was very awkward. I feel like he's fed up with the franchise. He's fed up with all the toxicity and just the drama and the back and forth and the tabloids. I feel like he's ready to be over it. And so when Jesse said, are you ready or would you ever be the next Bachelor? He wasn't like joking. It wasn't lighthearted like it normally is with him. He seemed like he was kind of fed up. Like it didn't seem like he was enjoying any of this. It doesn't seem like he's enjoying the limelight. He's a little old, like what, 80 something year old man that just misses his wife and is probably ready for this ride to be over. And unfortunately, because he's gained so much popularity, it's probably not going to be for a while. This poor guy, I hope people like paparazzi and stuff aren't sitting out in front of his house. I hope people aren't blowing him up to try to get interviews. I just feel like now at this point, um, let Gabby and Eric do their thing, but leave Grandpa John, Grandpa Joe, whatever his name is, leave him alone because this is not the life that he wants to lead. I also feel like... um, I like Eric a little more than I did before. I felt like everything that he said was the opposite of what Tino did, which made him look 10 times better. He was holding himself accountable. He was saying, look, I messed up. I didn't handle this right. Do I necessarily believe what he said? No, but I just generally don't trust what guys say all the time. I'm sorry about it. I just feel like you're bred to fucking lie. Can you tell I'm in like a bad mood tonight? <laughs> Um, so I just I mean, I, I, I like the way that they were strong. They were a strong unit together. Um, she agreed with everything that he says, but she agrees with everything everyone says. She's in constant um, agreeance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I haven't finished it yet. I can't believe that Zach is going to be the next Bachelor. He came out looking all Jumanji like. What's so funny is I've been posting about him on my Instagram and people legit think like multiple people think that he actually was the kid in Jumanji. I've had to clear it up multiple times. I'm like, no, 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 no. He just looks just like him. Actually, I should probably fact check it to make sure it's not him. No, it's definitely not because this kid's like 21. There's no way this that kid would be older than me at this point. Um, don't know how I feel about that. He's like, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm really nervous. His mannerisms are just weird to me. They're awkward. They're awkward. Awkward. So I'll finish up the rest of The Bachelorette. I'm sure that I'll have more to say about it. There's like the interactive thing they've been teasing all episode. And I guess there's going to be some girls that come out for Zach. I have not. I, I basically shut it down right when he came out onto the stage. Gabby also looks so good. What was that dress and that like little leg hole that she had going on? I just liked all of it. I liked all of it. I think that she's going to thrive after this. Um, I don't necessarily think that there's going to be much more to come from Rachel. It's like funny. I was thinking about it. Who did all the late night junkets last night? Did both of them or was it just Gabby and Eric? I saw that Gabby and Rachel are on the cover of People magazine. At one point, Gabby was like, I'm just so happy for Rachel. I was like, what? 
happy for what, what what are you happy about like that she stood up for herself I guess but she was just like you know this was our love story I'm like she that was not a happy ending for her I'm glad she didn't end up with Chino the, or Chino why do I keep calling him Chino his name's Tino my boss's name is Chino I'm just used to saying Chino anyways say it like a million times during my radio show I um d- I didn't like Tino's parents. I didn't like his hair. I didn't like his face. I didn't like his personality. I didn't like anything about him. I'm not the biggest fan of Rachel either. I just don't really know who I see her ending up with because I really do think like Zach, the whole reason that he's the bachelor, he thought that he was could see something with Rachel. He said when the cameras turned off, when they were behind closed doors, she was a completely different person. I could kind of see that with her. Like, I just feel like we get two t- polar opposite sides of Rachel. The side where she's super emotional, crying all her eyelashes off. And then the side that like, kicked Tino out and broke up with him and like like put the ring in his hand and was like super pouty doing it for the cameras I just can't decide which one is truly her and um yeah I just I'm not the biggest fan with Gabby I feel like her clap she was doing it during Dancing with the Stars too when they were like giving her a score she was clapping super loud she was like screaming woo during after the final rose Gabby is <laughs> her natural laugh, her clapping like this is her. You, what you see is what you get. She's not faking the funk for anything for TV for sure. She's just like a real person. And I'm in the way you move, the way you burn a burner now. So <clears throat> all this week I've been walking Benny after work since the weather's been nicer. And I've been getting re- a really bad shin splint in my right leg to the point where I'm okay for the first half a mile. The next mile, I legit can't walk. I'm like limping. And then the last half a mile, it like really loosens up. And I was like, okay, so when I'm sitting in my chair at work, I definitely tuck my toes under and don't have great posture. So I was thinking that had to be it. Like when I'm walking him at night, I've just been sitting down in my chair. I've, you know, the whole day has happened where normally when I walk him in the morning, I'm fresh out of bed. My leg's been rested. So this morning I woke up and I was excited to take Benny for a walk, but I actually had to cut the walk short because I was in excruciating pain. And this just started this week. Could the cold weather have something to do about it? Does anyone know of any stretches? It's it's my it's my shin on my right leg. It almost feels like there's liquid inside and I just don't know what to do about it because I really enjoy going on my walks. I was like having such a good time on my walks and now I feel like I'm limping. It hurts. It's painful and I just don't know what's causing it. Why it's only in one leg. It's from my ankle like across the front of my leg into my shin. It is the worst pain. I need to like Google it, but I'm worried that I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I have this. If anyone knows what I can do or a stretch or if icing it or if it could be due to a weather change or like what the fuck is happening, that would be great because it's really fucking killing my vibe. Okay, I'm just going to go downstairs now and sit with Mr. Grouchy for the rest of the night and then hopefully tomorrow morning he wakes up in a much better mood. And so do I. Thursday. Friday. Is it normal to have allergies in fall? First of all, how come my Apple calendar didn't say it's first day of fall? Like, was it actually first day of fall yesterday? Anyways, I just feel phlegmy. I can't stop sneezing. And I'm like, itchy. I swear to God, something that we're using, like our laundry beads, something is making me itch. You make me itch. I want you and I'm feeling it. No, I don't want you. I'm fucking sick of it. I don't know if it's the detergent that we're using, the dryer sheets. I don't know what it is, but I'm so fucking itchy. Hi, I just had to record my radio show and like every two seconds I was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Also, my lash because my eyes have been watering. My lash girl's going to be so mad at me. So I was supposed to have an appointment this week. 
but I canceled it and moved it to next week because um, I'm getting new headshots done next weekend. And I figured that if I got my lashes done this week, by the time I got there, it would they would be a little sparse, um, especially with us like going to Yosemite and stuff this weekend. I don't know. So I was just like, I'm going to ride these out for an extra week. And I, I just feel like she's going to charge me for a full set when I go in because they are almost when I tell you this is like the worst that they've ever been like they have not been holding on. I keep having to rub my eyes and like they come off in chunks. So I'm real nervous as to what she's going to say when she sees me. She's probably going to be like, never again. She makes me come in every two weeks now because they just can't. They don't still last three weeks. I was laying in bed last night, though. Like after I get these headshots done, I'm probably for real going to take them off again until next summer because it just I don't feel any like cuter with them. Like I just these days, it doesn't really do much for me. I was really used to my face without them. I just think, oh, no, not me going through the my internal process of getting my lashes out again. Anyways, she's going to be mad at me. Um, I didn't record yesterday because after I got off work, I had to shoot straight out to Violetta's. She baked Brett's parents some stuff since they were going to be here. You guys, she baked us a rum cake, chocolate covered strawberries. She made us cupcakes and a like strawberry buttercream shortcake cake. Unreal. I'll, I put the video, I put some pictures up of what the chuck, but I'll put an actual video that I took up. I mean, th- Brett's parents couldn't believe it. They were like taking pictures. And so last night was pizza night. So we got a bunch of stuff to make pizzas. And instead of using like one full dough, someone gave Brett the tip, I forget who, to split them in half. So we literally cooked like 10 pizzas last night. We have a full bag of pizzas left over. And so like every time one would come out, we would have a slice. I stopped like midway through. Also because everyone around here really likes the red onion and I just cannot do red onion in general, but definitely not in pizza. So um, we were just all so full. So we didn't get to try all the desserts last night. But holy crap, they are so good. I can't wait to dig into more today. But she lives kind of far, especially like with traffic and stuff. So I was gone for like an hour and a half. Then I came back. We did the pizza night, cleaned up, which cleaning up after pizza night is an absolute nightmare. Like flour everywhere. Oh, it's just so bad. All of the like tools for the pizza oven can't be cleaned in the dishwasher. They have to be hand washed. So Um, and then we sat down on the couch and we watched the first two episodes of Dahmer, which, um, yeah, it's just super creepy. It's super creepy. First of all, I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't. Shocking. Um, But I looked up because I mean, through life, right? We've seen all these um, adaptations of Jeffrey Dahmer. TV shows, documentaries, Dateline episodes. Now this. I really didn't know what he actually looked like. Like, I, it, Isn't it weird that I know what he looks like because there's been so many shows about him, but I don't actually know what he looks like, like the real person. So I Googled him. You guys, he's actually kind of cute. <laughs> he's actually kind of cute. Like he's like blonde and he's like got a mustache. Like he kind of looks like a 70s Miles Teller. Oh, my God, that's so freaking funny. But as I was watching it last night, I couldn't help but think about this Facebook status that I read yesterday from a girl that I don't know. She's on the radio. I'm friends with like tons of people in the radio community. Right. So I've, I've never met this girl. But she wrote, fun fact, I hate true crime podcasts and series. No, I don't want to watch and can't watch the Jeffrey, the Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Real victims, real pain, real families still grieving. Honestly, think it's kind of weird. America is so obsessed with horrific things. I must be alone in this. Life is traumatic enough. And I, I, I mean, she's right. I'm by no means obsessed with like true crime stuff. Like I like it here and there, but I wouldn't say... 
I wouldn't say that I'm a fan of like murder stuff. I don't like listening to that. Well, although like the Anon thing, I like to listen to people that are like on trial for, I guess that's kind of the same thing. I don't know. I don't like to hear about like gruesome murders. Like I was having kind of a hard time watching it last night, like closing my eyes and just like, ugh. I just feel like this is a this is a good representation of like what actually happened through the eyes of people that were involved, um, like the neighbor. I mean, we've only gotten a little glimpse of her so far, but they actually play a real 911 call from her. And I'm just like, this is so wild that I, I mean, obviously, some stuff is not not real, because how would they know the conversations that were had be, behind closed doors? Um, but it feels like the most accurate thing that I've seen in regards to him. I just feel like it is really hard to watch. I had to do a little palate cleanser last night in bed. Um, I watched the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians or the new episode, which was really good. I felt so bad for Chloe. Like her anxiety over um, the whole like having a baby thing really just stemmed from the public finding out and dragging her and dragging the baby. I just feel like we've really fucked her up. And that makes me sad because she used to be so resilient in the way that like she just did not give a fuck about what people thought about her. And I guess it just wears down on you over time. And I'm not blaming her for that by any means I just really felt bad that she was just like people are are terrible and they really are like I'm sure I made a couple couple jokes when I found out about this but I obviously also understood the situation that this was something that was planned before she found out and in the first episode we really get a look at how close together those things happen like it happened within days like they decided they were going to do this and then the news came out. Tristan obviously knew already that he had got someone else knocked up. I just don't understand the allure behind him. I know that I've said that so many times. I just don't get how she's fallen for him time and time again. And anyways, the episode was just really emotional because it's just everyone trying to support Chloe and just really wanting the best for her. I hope that she finds someone down the road. Like, I know happiness isn't dependent on, like, a partner. But I do really hope that she finds someone. Also, that baby, hella ugly. <laughs> Everyone, I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. I was like, he's not. He's not cute yet. (laughs) Like, he is too fresh to be cute. We do not know what he looks like yet. Also, did they bathe him or does she care? Like, I know that she's the the little boy is his is her and Tristan's DNA. But like, it still came out of someone else's vagina. So like, did they wash it off first? Because it just seemed like they seemed to like just wrap it up and put it right on her. And as a card, I mean, normal people, I don't think that that would be like as much of an issue. But like, she came there fresh to death. Also, did they leave with the baby that same day from the hospital? Because it appeared that they did. Like when 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 you're not recovering, you just get to leave. Like, is that how it works? I just feel like th- she just never seemed excited. She didn't seem emotional. Like when the, ba- I, I don't know. I just feel bad for her because for two reasons, the first reason is I feel bad that she had to go through that. And uh, I feel bad. I have three reasons. I feel bad that she had to go through that. I feel bad that she wasn't excited during this whole experience. And I feel bad that one day she's going to look back on that and see how like much dread and anxiety was in her face instead of excitement and like love. Cause you could really see like this did not feel like she was picking up her baby at all. It didn't feel like it. I did not get that vibe. Obviously like I don't want to speculate, but even she was saying like, I'm not, like, she just didn't seem, doesn't seem to be into it. And obviously she's going to get there. She probably got there like the very next day. But I just felt like she was not, I don't know, putting on a brave face for the camera. I can't believe that they let Hulu get so like into everything that happened. I don't know. Crazy. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, the um, lady from the farm sent me pictures and videos of Lola and she's so adorable. 
I already put some up on my personal Instagram. I'll put some up at what the Chuck. She's so adorable. She knows her name. They've been using it. And there's one video where they're like, Lola. And she turns around and comes running. I cannot wait to go get her. Like, I'm so excited. I'm 0% scared. I am just like, I'm so excited. The only thing that makes me kind of sad is in the video, like they live on a farm. All you can see is fields as far as the eye can see. And she was like frolicking in the video. She's playing with another puppy and her mom. And so like, we have no grass. You can't play in grass. You're not going to be able to be in grass for a very long time till after you get your shots and stuff. So I just feel bad because we're bringing over, bringing her over to like a concrete jungle. Obviously, she's going to adapt and she's going to love us in no time. But I'm just like, oh, oh. she's like had this extra bonding time with her mom she's frolicking in the grass and I'm just gonna rip her away from all of that all right well I'm gonna go um get my life together I need a shower desperately we're gonna go to farm to fork later on that kicks off this weekend and it's like my favorite event ever so I'm super excited that we get to go to that tonight um and then tomorrow early we're leaving for I'm not gonna record tomorrow I will probably record Sunday yeah I will but I'm not gonna be recording tomorrow because we're leaving super early to go to Yosemite um, staying at the same place that I stayed before when I went with Amanda and Cody, but I just feel like I'm not prepared because we're bringing a dog. I just feel, I don't know. I'm nervous about all of that. Not nervous about bringing a puppy home, nervous about going to Yosemite. I'm really scared that Benny's going to get a tick. And so many people are like, oh, he's definitely going to get a tick at one point in your life. I'm like, like hell he will. Isn't there a special way that you have to pull them out? I need to research that. He is on flea and tick medicine, but oh, I'm so nervous about so many different things. And the car ride up there. It's a long way to go with four people and a dog in the car. Okay. Okay. It's, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Saturday. Sunday. I was not expecting to be crying for this episode. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to go back to what I, everything that I missed, but I'm like show prepping. I wasn't even going to record today because I'm just not in the mood. I'm so tired from the weekend. But I'm show prepping right now. And um, <laughs> when you hear why I'm crying, you're going to laugh. <laughs> I can't stop, though. I can't stop. So I'm show prepping and um, I'm on TMZ. And I was just uh, reading about so <laughs> what I'm about to say is going to give it away. Well, not going to give away the purpose behind me crying, but so Bob Saget. <laughs> oh my god! Bob Saget every year um, hosted the Scleroderma Foundation fundraiser, um, and I I always knew this. Like I knew his sister died from it. And I knew that he was, you know, a big advocate for scleroderma and finding a cure. But that's really all I knew, right? Didn't know anything else about it at all. So I get to this page on TMZ. And I had read that this year, I'm like, so emotional, you guys. I I read that this year, um, instead of him doing it, that all of his friends were going to pick up where he left off. So John Mayer was there. Jimmy Kimmel. Jeff Ross was there. Um, Dave Chappelle was there. Bill Burr. I mean, everyone was there, right? And so in this article, and they raised $1.2 million, which is just like insane, right? Why am I crying? Again? I'm about to start my period any day now. <laughs> 
stop crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So in this article, there is a tribute to Bob. It's seven minutes long. Eight minutes. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Um, and so it goes into the history of this event, which is called Cool Comedy and Hot Cuisine. Um, and so basically, a long time ago, the celebrity chef... And this woman who suffered from scleroderma wanted to incorporate um, food and comedy for an event. They basically said, we want to do like all these courses of this fine food and a great way to, you know, get people to digest is essentially through like laughter. So they put together this event. The first ever comedian to ever perform was Robin Williams. And um, I think it was the second year that Bob Saget performed. He was. Yeah, he performed. And he just like really before his sister even had it, he like felt felt this huge calling towards the cause. And so he started doing it every year. And then coincidentally, his sister ended up having scleroderma. And so, you know, he gets even more involved. He directs this movie I didn't even know about called like For Hope. I think it was like a Lifetime movie. And um the founder of the Scleroderma Foundation is makes a cameo in the movie, and it was basically just to raise awareness. And so all these years, um, he's done this event. Why? I don't like, um, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what makes me emotional in a second. So all these years, he's done this event, um... You know, and got all these famous people to come. And in this video, they play all these clips of like all these celebrities, like the biggest names. We just love Bob Saget. We're doing it because of Bob Saget. Like, we love you, Bob. It's just like a really, you know, great video um, of old interviews from Bob, Bob voicing it. But obviously, you know, clips from the past of him talking about the foundation and then uh, clips of comedians. Here's what makes me so like emotional is um, I love a great cause, right? I love people that are supporting good causes or raising awareness for bad. I'm trying to reach for a tissue at the same time. Trying to like, you know, raise awareness or get funds for research for diseases that do, you know, bad things to good people. So I'm like, I always thought, you know, back in the day when I liked Bob, it was because of his, like, raunchy humor. I just thought it was so funny that, like, America's TV dad was just, like, not what he appeared to be. And so now I'm thinking back to, like, the whole reason I met him was because he was trying to raise money for the Scleroderma Foundation. And I was just a drunk idiot telling him I was going to get his name name tattooed on my body. Like, if younger me was the person that I am now, I would have, like, had so much respect and, like, wanted to talk about it. And just, like, you know, I'm so – I'm such an empathetic person now. Not to say that I wasn't then, but I definitely didn't display it like I do now. And so I just feel really sad that I, like – although it wasn't my money <laughs> that donated it. Someone donated the money on my behalf. So I want to say, but like my love for him caused someone to donate on my behalf. Um, And so I got to meet him and I didn't say anything about it. Like I didn't even know why I was there. I didn't even, I couldn't have even told you the letter of the first letter of the disease. Like it's just so, so here I am like 
realizing how good of a person is that he's the one that sparked the flame under this event, cool comedy and hot cuisine that's been happening for like 30 years now. And um, I just like, I don't know. I guess I, I always liked the idea of Bob Saget. And yes, I did realize that he was like, a good person too, but reading or uh, watching that video, reading the article, listening to all the things people had to say about him. Oh my God. Just sent me over the edge. <laughs> and I just started thinking about like essentially how I met him and said nothing about it. No wonder he ignored me. What a piece of shit I am. Um, I just, yeah. And just obviously watching the video and like realizing that he's dead, like all these old clips and stuff of him. That's really sad. Oh my god, okay. I'm gonna pull it together now. <laughs> so funny. I feel so silly, but oh my god. Like I said, I wasn't even gonna record right now because I am very like just spent from the weekend. But I started when I was reading this article, I started crying and then I started laughing hysterically at the fact that I was crying. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I should probably just record right now. I still have hella work to do and stuff, but this is just a much needed little break in my evening because we just had a hectic 24 hours. But first, let me back it up. So Friday morning, I talked to you and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get my lashes done until this day. She's going to be so mad at me. Um, blah, 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 blah. I ended up texting my lash girl, Erin. I was like, hey, I don't even think that you work today but just in case you do if the one one percent chance that someone cancels on you and you need someone to come in like text me because I'm down she texted me right away and was like I just had someone cancel on me come right now so I um went and got my lashes filled which was probably a mistake because like I said we were going to Yosemite and stuff I was like I probably shouldn't do it this weekend or my nails but here I am so I was talking to her when I was getting my lashes done and I was telling her about my shin splints and she was like I bet it's your shoes she was like I walk um my dog with my neighbor every day and she was like she can always tell when her shoes are starting to get worn down and she was like I bet you it's your shoes and I was like you know what my dad did buy me those Nikes that I wear like in 2019 for my birthday. So I've had them for a minute. I was like, I totally bet that's it. So after I was done with my lashes, I feel super snotty now. Um, after I was done with my lashes, I went to go get a coffee at 18 grams. I got the oop. Ooh, ooh, we don't like that noise. I got the oop. First of all, ube. I had to Google how to say that because I've been wanting to order it for a while, but I wasn't sure. Is it ube? Is it ube? I've had like ube. I guess it's ube because I watched a couple YouTube videos. I've had a couple products before like ube mochi and like a muffin, but I've never said it. I've always just like pointed or not had to voice it out loud. So I got that. It was really good, um, but it had espresso floaters on the top. And I'm not really a fan of that just because it's super strong at first. But once it mixed, it was really good. So after that, I went over to Nordstrom Racks. I was just like, I'm just going to get a couple pairs of tennis shoes because I do walk a lot. So I found two pairs that were like cheap. It was going to cost like a hundred bucks. And I go to the front of the store. I had a nail appointment at 12. It's like 1140. The line at Nordstrom Rack is so long. I have to blow my nose. I have to. I can't go on like this. Dying that I'm already nine minutes into this entry. And like I cried for the first six of it. Um, I just put the shoes down and I just laughed because I had to go to a nail appointment. So I get to the nail appointment and um, it's packed in there. I wasn't expecting it to be. I sit down. Um, with this girl and immediately she's like, oh, no, she like starts talking to the head bitch, the one that stands up in front and kind of facilitates. She was like, oh, sorry, you'll have to sit with someone else. She doesn't do acrylics. And I was like, ah, 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 
girl, you crazy. These are my real nails. These are my, I love telling people that at the nail salon. These are my real nails. And they're always just like, oh my God, they're so pretty. I'm like, yeah. And I always say the same thing. I wish my hair grew this fast. <laughs> like so fucking weird. Um, so I sit down. She starts to do my nails. I forgot to tell her that one of my nails was cracked and she didn't notice. And the reason I was so distracted during this appointment was because um, there were some girls, some like high school, high school girls in there, like this group, and they thought they were so cool. I'm pretty sure at one point they were talking shit about me. I don't know. I was like hyper focusing on them. They were definitely texting each other. And then another group of girls from their high school walked in and they were like laughing at them and being super mean. And only one girl out of their group was like talking to one girl out of the new group that walked in. And I was like, Jesus Christ, they were like on their phones laughing, like shooting each other. Looks, there was like eight of them. And I was so wrapped up in it. I was just like, thank God that phones weren't like what they are now when I was growing up. Because I don't think I would have survived. Like I was a girl walking in that everyone was laughing at. And I just like felt so bad for her. I also decided to go with like a burnt orange color, but make it matte. And I just don't, I don't know. It's not a vibe. And then I cracked another nail and hello, my lashes are missing already. So like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking on Friday, but it was all a mistake. So um, we ended up going to Farm to Fork downtown which i love and we went on friday which was good and bad so i'll tell you what was good about it and i'll tell you what was bad so the good things were no one was there we went like basically right when it opened so no one was there um we got to actually talk to all the vendors we walked up and down everything pretty quickly um yeah i mean i got to buy oh my god i bought the cutest freaking earrings so there were two things that i found um that i really like so first i went to a a tent what are they called a table a pop-up called the golden hour golden hour i'm sorry i have a hell of people texting me right now because i was gone all weekend and i didn't have service but like i'm not in the mood to text anyone so if you're listening to this and you don't hear you didn't hear back from me all weekend i'm not in the mood to be on my phone i got to unplug yesterday it was so nice i'm just like not in the mood to text i had 27 dms when i opened my phone today and i'm just not in the mood i gave lots of people double taps and likes but like i'm just not trying to hear it so I got some earrings from Golden Hour. It was she was like, if you buy three, you get one for free. So I got two earrings and then two cuffs. They're so cute. Ten ten recommend. We'll be buying more from them. I also went to a um, tent called Mifas, 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 M I F A S, and she sells like um, essential oil kind of like mm, car fragrances and also roll on perfumes. And so I bought one. It smells so freaking good. We also got some bagels from a baker. Um, we passed this really fucking cool table. This vendor makes Bluetooth speakers out of like old keepsakes. If you don't have one, he'll make something for you. But like old canteens or like your grandma's old suitcase. Now, this is not cheap. I, I didn't realize. I was like, when we walked away from the table, I was like, this would be a really good gift idea for my brother. And Brett's parents were like, they're $650. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he could, I'll tell his wife. I'll give his wife a good gift idea for him. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, it was just really cool. We got to talk to a lot of people. We found like this brewery that's not very far from us. They gave us a $50 freaking gift card, which was so nice. So it was just super cool to like walk around and talk to people. What I did not like about it, the beer, none of the draft beers were working yet. So you have to go buy tickets to buy beers, right? So Brett and his parents bought tickets. They don't drink like craft the cocktails or anything like that. So when they go up to the tents, none of the beer gardens are serving beer. That's a huge problem considering um, four drink tickets was $40. So that's a problem. Also, um, 
there you kind of walk through everything too quickly like we were done and we were just like okay well i guess there's really nothing else to do here we're not just gonna gonna keep walking past the same vendors because like i said we did get to talk to everyone also i remember in farm to fork years past like there was save mart Rayleigh's, like all these different supermarkets that opened up and you could kind of go in and try certain things and like i don't know get free samples and bags and stuff like that none of that was open it was all like the save mart whatever is closed right now so i think their big day was saturday because it's an all-day event so I feel like we kind of missed out on it a little bit. Um, but I love it. I want to go next year. Like, I love Farm to Fork. I love just, like, walking up and down. I just feel like we, I felt like we shouldn't have been in there. I feel like we were getting there right as they were setting up and, like, nothing was working. Like, we got the inside scoop and really it was open to the public. And I also think that because we didn't eat there, that kind of made a difference, too, because there was a ton of food trucks. Back when I used to go, there was barely any food trucks because food trucks weren't really a thing yet. And um, you just used to go around to like all the supermarket tents and get free shit. I don't know if it's still like that, but um, so we left. We went to Cosba, which oh was so good. Brett's dad got the best freaking meal I've ever had. I forget what it was. I'm going to it was like a meatball rice, some sort of like curry, but not curry. I don't know. Melanie and I got um burgers and then Brett got this lamb dish that he didn't end up liking that I really like so I swapped him my burger for his lamb dish and then we came home we've been watching Dahmer we watched like an episode of that and then we woke up the next day to oh another thing I was gonna say we were driving home we got home on Friday and the broken ugly girl is standing at the corner and you know I was praising her before like oh my gosh when she first got there like she was rough she was battered and beaten and skinny and looked all strung out and now when I see her she looks like healthy no. So she set up shop nearby. Like, I know where she lives now. Like, just, you know, she's homeless, but she is near, but she stays nearby. And she stays with, like, a group of people. I always see her with, like, a certain group of people. And so now her sign says, hungry, broken, ugly. <clears throat> she looks super skinny again. She looks all strung out. Her head's all shaved. She was growing her hair out. Like, it's not good. I feel so bad for her. I wanted to give her money and be like, what are you doing? You were on such a good path. I could tell. And now you've fallen off again. You're hanging out with the wrong crowd. It just makes me sad. So um, Saturday we woke up and it was Yosemite Day. I packed just like a super light bag. Just put enough clothes for the next day. Some pajamas, my toiletries. And we got on the road. So the problem with the setup is... Benny needed we put his we've never driven him this far before it's normally just to like get a bath or like to the dog park so we put one of his beds in the back seat um and then we put his seat belt on and then I sat in the middle Melanie on this other side of me Brett's dad in the front well the part of the car that I was sitting in was so small like the smallest little freaking space like my whole ass did not feel fit on it at all so super uncomfortable and I knew that we had a long way to drive so we're already pretty far, like I want to say Oakdale area, right around there. And I forget why we stopped. I think maybe to let Benny, no, we weren't going to let Benny out. We were just going to drive straight through. And mind you, before we left, I was like, Brett, you bought the tickets for Yosemite, right? He's like, no, I checked the website and they said that you don't need them anymore. And in my head, a couple of people had told us that it was off season. So I just trusted that he checked on it. I'm normally the one that like books things when it comes to this, like make sure, make sure everything is like up to snuff. But I, he just took the reins on this because I didn't really know. Like I hadn't heard much about it. Like I knew we were going, but it was kind of like a last minute thing at the same time. So um, that's what it was. We're we're not on the freeway anymore. We're like on back roads and there was a big sign, like a light up sign that says 
reservations required for Yosemite. So we pull over and I'm just like, what the fuck? So I get on the website and I see that the season's like May 1st through September 30th and you're, they still require a reservation. I was like, okay, no big deal. I'll just get online and I'll book a reservation. Nope. They were sold out Saturday and Sunday, the two days that we were going to be there. And we had already booked the hotel. It was already paid for 24 hour cancellation. We were past that threshold. So I was just like, what the fuck are we going to do? So I'm walking Benny like around this parking lot. Brett reads the fine print on the website for Yosemite. And it basically says that like the peak, the tickets are for the peak hours, which is from 6 a.m. to 4. So if you come in before 6 a.m., which obviously wasn't going to happen that day because it was already like 10 um, or after 4 p.m., you're good. So we were just like, let's just still go. We'll figure it out when we get there. So we get to the hotel. Same place that I stayed a couple years ago when I was with Amanda and Cody and Brett. And so we were kind of familiar. We went in. We checked in. Um, we had like a really nice room with like a kitchenette and everything next door to Brett, Brett's parents. Um, and so I confirmed with the front desk, like the rules of the park. They were like, yeah, so after four o'clock, like it's good. You can go in. You don't have to pay and you can stay as long as you want or need to or whatever. So we just hung out by the pool um, at the hotel basically all day which was kind of a nightmare because it was super hot in El Portal. And then um, Benny was barking at everyone that was going by. We did not pay the $25. <laughs> I was like, are we even allowed to have dogs here? Brett's like, yeah, it was an extra $25, $25 a night. I didn't we, I didn't say that we had a dog. I was like, oh, okay, perfect. So Benny is not just barking at people. He's barking at all the workers at the hotel seem to be working right by us. So Benny's barking at all the workers. He won't eat any of his food. We're feeding him roast beef sandwiches. Like it's legit a disaster. We like packed for all this shit for him. And then like nothing was working out as planned. Like I said, would not eat his food, was not eating anything, resorted to roast beef sandwiches. That's just what it was. So finally, we go um, into the room to get changed to go into the park. So we were in our gear, ready to hit the road right. We got there. We changed into swimsuits when the plans changed. And then we changed back into our Yosemite gear when it was time to go in. So we load everyone up in the car. The first little trail that we are able to stop at, we stop. And a lot of the trails in Yosemite are no dogs allowed. So um, we just, we didn't really go on any hiking trails. We just got out at like lookouts and went down the pass, like just little like scenic walks, I would say, as opposed to hikes. So the first one that we get out um, at is El Capitan, like right around that area. We walked Benny to this like little creek and he gets right fucking in, which was I was shocked. Like my face, I could not freaking believe it um, because he will not get in our pool. He hates baths. Like I just thought that he hated water. No, he got right in and he was freaking out, running all over the place. We couldn't let him off leash though because we had been warned about a $400 fine. I don't really know if it's like if your dog's off leash, which Benny wasn't, or if they're just not. I guess it has something to do with they're not allowed to be off like the paved areas, which we were. So we're all loving it. But Brett is like, speaking of Bob Saget, he's like Danny Tanner. And so he's like, oh, my God, he's going to get sand everywhere. And so Brett brought with us everywhere we went. Um, Brett's Benny's paw cleaning thing, towels, baby wipes, like uh, extra water, like huge water jug just specifically for cleaning Benny's paws. And this happened about 30 times. We weren't even in the park for a full 24 hours not probably like 18 from yesterday to today. 
Um, and yeah, Benny got his paws washed that that many times. So this is like the first instance where we get back in the in the car and then we go to the next place, which is like a waterfall. And um, we walk up to that and it's super nice. And then we went to we were trying to find the Starbucks and it turns out that that's closed seasonally. So we found like the place where we were going to get breakfast the next day because we knew that this morning we were going to have to be in by 6 a.m. Otherwise, we weren't going to be able to get in. So we weren't going to be able to get the breakfast at our hotel. We like had to plan. So we did a lot of sightseeing yesterday. Um, we basically stayed until it started to get dark. Then we went back to our hotel. They have really good pizzas at our hotel. So we got pizza, um, went back to our room and immediately passed out. And like Benny was freaked out. He didn't know what was happening. We've never taken him on an adventure. He's never been out of town. He's never stayed at a hotel room. All of this was brand new to him. So anytime like Brett left the hotel room, he was whining. Anytime Brett went into the bathroom, he was whining, took a shower. He was whining. Like when we went out onto the balcony, like Benny just didn't know what to think because the our hotel backed up onto like this creek or river that was super loud because like there was waves and constant flow of water. He just did not know what to think. So he got in bed with us. We went to sleep. The alarm went off super early this morning. We got in the car and I could not even see Benny in the car. And at this point we like, I'm so sore from being in this back middle seat. Um, we have so much shit at our the bottom of our feet because we can't put it in the back. Otherwise, we would have had to, every time we got out of the truck, like put it back into the, it just was, it was a freaking nightmare. So um, I couldn't even see him this morning. It was so pitch, bar- pitch black out. We went to one part of El Cap um, to watch the sunrise. And then I realized that's not where we were the time before. So we went to the other side of it and we waited for a long time and the sunrise just never really happened like we were waiting and waiting and waiting it was really cool because we saw three or four people climbing up the side of the fucking mountain which was wild to see in person of course now we want to watch free solo again last time we went to yellowstone yellowstone last time we went to yosemite we came home and watched free solo because it's like anytime you're where you're you're somewhere where there's been a documentary or something's happened like you always have to watch it right so we're gonna watch it tonight with his parents but it was just so cool to see people scaling the mountain with like nothing attached. I mean, at least I don't think I couldn't see them. They're just little specks. I mean, the El Cap is vast, so you really can't tell from that far away. But um, Benny was just barking at people. It was kind of a nightmare. He wouldn't eat. He ate another roast beef sandwich. And then um, he was barking at these people that were near us. And he was pretty good relatively the entire trip like we didn't have too many problems with him just the barking I would say and like pulling just so many scents that he's never smelled before so he was pulling a lot so at one point I was just trying to walk him away from like the crowd because people were trying to enjoy the sun rising even though it wasn't couldn't see the sun yet it was light out but there was no the sun was not in sight and so I'm walking with him like super far away and I think that he's about to take a dump so I'm just watching his butthole basically to see what he's about to do because I don't want people to get all like I don't know people there seem to be really uptight about everything and I know animals aren't exactly allowed everywhere so I was just like oh god I hope he doesn't if he takes a shit right now I hope it's not going to be messy so I'm just looking at him and all of a sudden I look to my left and I realize there's a whole family of deer we are right directly in front of them and I don't know what to do I'm like are deer friendly are they going to charge are they going to stay still so I look to my right and there's a car parked and there are these guys there I make this like super like what the fuck do I do face 
Benny is looking at me because he can tell that something's up, but he's not looking around. Thank God. Otherwise, he would have started barking at the deer. I just start slowly backing up. Slow, 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 slow. And I get far enough away and I'm like, Brett, Brett. And so him and his parents come running down and we get all these videos and stuff of the deer. Um, the, 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 the words of the weekend were ancient. But I now see where Brett gets a lot of his stuff from. His dad and him just make up things. Oh, this ancient boulder has been been here since the the dinosaur like they I can't even come I don't have a mind that works like that so I can't even begin to come up with examples but they kept using the word ancient Brett kept saying that everything was asbestos like oh yeah that's where they were digging out the asbestos um and I feel like I'm saying it with in between the way we say it and the way that he says it with his accent asbestos he doesn't say it like that asbestos I feel I should probably get him in here but I don't want to like break my train and what I'm doing right now. He might not even be here. So um, and then also Brett's dad was dying to see a bear. He's never seen a bear in the wild. He kept bringing it up every five seconds like, oh, it looks like bear country out here. So that was like basically the mission of the trip. So after we um, we we find that we just gave up on the sunrise at El Cap. We were just like, this is taking entirely too long. We don't have all day. We need to go get breakfast. So we left. And of course, we're driving around on the other side of it. And we can tell that the sun like started to come up or rise on the front of it. Like, five minutes after we left, which is just our luck. We went to go get breakfast, which was kind of a nightmare. Everything just felt really hard. Like it was someone always had to be with Benny. Whenever anyone walked away from Benny, Benny would start screaming. Um, we can't sit at this point. It was super early in the morning. So it was freezing outside. We can't sit inside because we have Benny. Um, it just was, it was our first time and it was a lot. And so we got the breakfast. It wasn't very good. Actually, I enjoyed mine. No one else liked theirs. Um, and then we went, we were going to go to this hike mirror lake, but we did that last time and it was dried up. I'm pretty sure it would be the same because we essentially went the same season. And we decided that we were going to drive up. Um, because there was this lake that we went to with Cody, me, Brad, and Cody went. And so we started to drive up and um, I had explained that it was a super far drive because the roads are windy. You have to go slow and it's just, it's at 9,000 feet elevation. So I was like, I don't really know, you know, what we're going to do after this because we're not going to be able to come back down and do more sightseeing because we have to get home. Like I have radio shows to record. Like we have to wash our bed. We're going to have to take Benny for a bath, like so many things, right? So um, Brett's like, yeah, that's fine. I think there's an alternate way that we can drive home because when we drive the two times that we've went, we've came through like Mariposa. Um, and so he was like, I think there's another way that we can get home kind of through Manteca. And I was like, OK, well, let's just go up, see the lake, see this like rock formation where you can kind of it's like a lookout where you can see Half Dome. Let's just go do that and then we'll go home. And Brett was like, yeah, that sounds good. Because I talked to him the night before. He was like, I want to be on the road by like noon because we have a bunch of stuff to do. I was like, that sounds good to me. Even though the the park or even though the trip was cut short because we weren't able to be in the park as long as we thought, we still got to see a lot. We're really good at cramming a lot of things into a very short period of time. Like when we went to Disney, we only had 24 hours. I don't know. That just seems to be the theme because when Brett's parents come, we can't just take the whole time off the entire time, right? We have to like, we have to make shit work on the weekends. So we're starting to drive up and every five seconds, Brett's, Brett's dad's going, oh, it looks like bear country out there. And Melanie's like, I hope that we see a bear so you can stop freaking talking about it. And then wouldn't you know, it, we see all these cars parked off to the side of the street and we see a little baby bear. Well, not baby. It was like mid-size. 
When I tell you Brett's dad nearly jumped out of the moving car, he was like, I have to get out of the car. I have to get out of the car. Brett's like, hold on. I'm going to turn the car around. And so Brett turns the car around and he's like trying to find a place to park. And Steve is nearly jumping out of the moving car. I have to get out of the car. I have to get out of the car. So I, everyone got out of the car except me. I was not going to get Benny out of the car. First of all, it's an ordeal. I can't get him out. Brett has to because the car is too high. You have to lift him. Um, I can't get him out of the car. But then you can't leave him because you can hear the screeching through the car. And I didn't want that to happen. We couldn't get him out also because I didn't want him to scare the bear. So I was just like, I'll sit in the car with Benny. Like, I've seen a million bears at Lake Tahoe, you know. So they go out and they get their videos. Then Brett comes back and he's like, I'll sit with Benny. You go. And so I get out of the car to go. And as soon as I go, the bear starts moving, walking away or whatever. So um, Steve's dad was like, the trip was made for him. We went up to the rock formation, the lookout, and saw Half Dome. Um, Again, Benny was just pulling me all over the place, not barking, but pulling me a lot. And then we were going to the lake, which was super close after the lookout, which is not how I remember it last time we went. So I was insistent that it was further past. There must be two lakes, right? So we're driving forever. We never hit another lake. So we just turn around. We come back to that original lake. Um, Brett is now wanting to change the plan and go back down to Mirror Lake. But I'm like, no, that's not going to we're not going to get home to like five o'clock. Like I have all stuff to do. Like that was not part of the plan. And I feel like a buzzkill. Like they came all the way out here to go to Yosemite. But like that was Brett's fault for not buying the tickets. Like, I don't know. I there was no way that we were going to be able to go back into the park, do more sightseeing and then leave. I mean, I would have had to take the day off tomorrow. I just have too much stuff to do. And we would have had little itty bitty time to do it. Right. So um, we're already kind of like arguing when we get to this like lake thing and we go take Benny to the water. I'm like, I'll take him. Brett's like, then you're going to have to clean him up. I'm sick of cleaning him up. And I'm like, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. Like you're the one that's freaked out by sand and dirt. So Benny gets in the water and he's having the time of his life. And this English guy comes up and goes, I just want to warn you. Um, someone got a ticket yesterday, a $400 fine for their dog being in the water. I don't know if it's because they were off leash or what, but I just want to give you a heads up. And I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, proceeded to let Benny run through the water. He, with the splashing that was happening from him running through the water, he was trying to eat it midair. It was the cutest thing ever. And then he gets out of the water and then lays down in the sand. And Brett, you could just see it in his face. Like he was so annoyed. So we go back out to the car. It takes like a million towels and baby wipes to get him cleaned up. And he's still like there's sand all over him. We get him in the car. We decide that we're just going to go home. We did take the different way out. Um, and it was the way we've never been before. We kind of went through we went through Copperopolis, which seems like a very rich area. Never. I talked to people on the phone from Copperopolis. I never realized where it was. We passed like this lake town. There were freaking mansions out there. And um, although it did seem maybe a little bit shorter, it was a lot of just like farmland, a lot of like dried out grass and it was super windy and Benny did get sick on the way to Yosemite he threw up like five minutes away from when we were at the hotel in true Benny fashion the day that we brought him home from being a puppy he threw up when we pulled onto our street Um, Brett's taken him places before where he's thrown up right when we turn onto our street I just don't his timing is impeccable so these roads were super windy luckily at this point though he got acclimated to the car I think when we took him to Yosemite he was like What's happening? Where are we going? I've never been in the car this long. So he just didn't understand where on the way home he was like sleeping. He was lounging. He was fine. It was just totally different. So 
We got home. We couldn't let Benny in the house. So again, someone's having to stand with Benny while we're unloading the car because Brett won't let him even touch one single claw into the into our house. So we take everything inside. Brett and I take him to Pet Food Express to give him a bath. And um, Brett starts to take him over to the bath while I go and talk to an employee. And I was like, this is the deal. He's a super picky eater. We need to switch to grain free, I think, because he seems to be like really looking at his paw. I haven't taken him to a vet to like assess. Well, actually, I have. And they said they gave him a shot that didn't help. So I'm going to try the grain free thing. And he was like, oh, have you tried this brand? It's a brand that I have tried. It's like the grain-free food but it has like like free dried bits in it he was like it's basically like lucky charms for job for dogs because there's like good tasting little bits in there i was like yeah he's not gonna care he's probably not gonna eat this i was like but i will definitely try it he's like well right now we're doing this promotion fyi where if you try a new food you get it for 50 percent off and then they give you a 25 percent off gift card or discount or coupon or whatever to come back and get that bag of food again so I was like yeah sold I'll get he was like but it's only if you buy the big bag so I had to buy like the $70 bag but then it was half off so it was worth it so um I go he I was like what flavor because there was like beef liver chicken and he was like honestly he was like if you have a dog that's like licking their paws a lot I would recommend the salmon and I was like oh my husband's not gonna like that and so I was just like but you know if you're saying that that's what's gonna work he's like yeah it's really good for inflammation he was like I think that this would be a good bet for for you guys and I was like okay so I go over to the register I buy it I buy some treats for Benny while because I like to give him treats while Brett's blow drying him so I go over to the bathing station. Brett's almost done. And um, I start to tell him about the food. And he was like, oh, that sounds great. I was like, yeah, there's one thing you're not going to like, though. And he was like, what? I was like, it's salmon flavored. And he was like, you're going to. Well, I'm not going to be able to feed Benny. You're going to have to store it outside. Oh, you know, I'm not going to be like the biggest baby when it comes to fish. Can't smell it. Can't look at it. He's like, oh, it's going to be disgusting. He's not even going to like it. I was like, well, yeah, you're right there. He's not going to like anything that we buy. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. And so he's like, can you please return it? I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, just exchange it for another flavor. I was like, this is the flavor that he said is going to help him with like inflammation. If his if his paws really bothering him, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm annoyed, right? I'm tired. We were just in the car. I'm not kidding. Today, we didn't really walk anywhere. We got to this one trail. I didn't even think we were supposed to be driving the car, but then we got to the end and there was hella cars there. Um, and it was a moderate hike. But then when we got up to it, there was no dogs allowed. So we didn't end up doing it. Today was all driving and sightseeing, no walking. So I was like really stiff, just in a bad mood, knew that I had to come home and do all this work. Um, not feeling it, you know, just whatever. So I have to go back up to the register and I'm like, hi, you know that food that you just told me about that's going to be really great? My husband doesn't like the smell of salmon. So can I actually swap that out? He had to do a whole refund because not every bag is the same price. Blah, 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 blah. So we swap the bags out and then we go back to go back home. Benny's sitting in the front seat because the back seat's dirty. So I get put in the back seat. I'm just like, I'm fucking out it up to here. So now we're home and I have all this freaking work to do. Oh my God, I've been recording for 36 minutes. How is that possible? I have all this work to do. I wasn't even really planning on doing this today. I was going to wait till tomorrow. But then, you know, I got the urge. So I just decided to sit down and record. And I feel like there's definitely things about the um, trip that I've forgotten about that I will include in, over the next couple days. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. It was a really good trip. I feel like we saw a lot. I feel like I got a lot of cute pictures and I feel like I really got to take in the scenery um, just because last time we went, it was my first time. This time we knew a little bit what to expect. So it was a little different. And also, I feel like it was really good that we finally got a trip with Benny out of the way, like an overnight trip. He's never stayed the night anywhere else. Um, and I feel like 
it went really well. There's obviously things that we want to work on now, like the no barking thing. I'm not going to put a collar on him, but uh, there's definitely things that Brett could. So for instance, whenever Benny like thinks he hears something, Brett can always tell and Brett will say, go get him when there's no one there and like riles him up for no reason. I'm like, okay, there's definitely things that we could stop doing. Um, Also, he's just he's been eating roast beef sandwiches for days. So we're going to have to really fucking get down to it when it comes back down to him like eating well again, because like Mel and Steve have been here and he's just had like more treats than usual. So we're going to have to come at him hard when they leave and just really put the kibble in the bowl because, I mean, we've created an actual monster when it comes to food. Last night, the hotel that we stayed at has a really nice convenience store, and we went and bought him lunch meat to mix with his food, and he still wouldn't eat it. Um, so it's this always is when we like have company or have like people over. We always have to do a hard reset. That's the word I'm looking for. He's going to have a rude awakening because a hard reset is coming real fucking soon. Monday. Tuesday. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm in such a freaking good mood right now. And I'm about to tell you why. Yeah. I've gotten, it's been so slow at work this week. Um, and so I got off early yesterday and today. I'm 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 it's 1:30 and I'm off. It's seven o'clock. I'm just like so freaking pumped. What sucks is it's not paid. <laughs> so basically, if it's slow, you can sign up to get off early. I've told you about this before. And so they offer you to they if if, if they offer it to you, you can take it and you can supplement with vacation time. But we all know I don't got any of that. Or you can just take it off. So yesterday I got it and it was so freaking clutch. And I didn't even record yesterday. Um, it was so clutch. I got off. I had a bunch of stuff to do. I had like four gallons of laundry to fold. Then I chipped two nails or cracked them. So I went to go get my nails fixed, came home, laid out by the pool and read my book for a little bit, did work for the radio station got ready, went to dinner with my parents, then went to their house for a drink. I didn't have one, but then we came home. We watched House of Dragons, which was hella confusing because they changed characters. I don't know who anyone is. I We kept all four of us. We're like, what? What's happening? We don't get it. And then woke up this morning and was just like, I hope I get I hope I get off early again today. Signed up for it. Granted, just now, which I'm pumped about because I have a dentist appointment in the morning. So I have to be up early. So I can't record my radio show in the morning. I have to do it tonight. So now I can record this. I can record my radio show. I can go lay out by the pool and read my book because I was reading yesterday. So I'm back into my book vibes. It's just been hard with Brett's parents here. And I can chill. Brett's going to make lamb burgers tonight, which I can't even talk about. He was going to make lamb burgers the other night until we started talking about where that a lamb is baby sheep. And I got in my feels and I was like, I don't want lamb burgers anymore. We're going to have them tonight against my better judgment. I'm just going to try not to think about it. <laughs> I just had the dub. We were in the car talking about Lamburgers on our way home from Yosemite. And um, well, we were talking about sheep. Mel- Melanie was like, are there- I don't see many sheep farms out here. I was like, oh, there definitely are. And then we started talking about lamb. And I was like, oh, my God, I never realized. I never really thought about it. But like lamb's a baby sheep. So when we make lamb burgers, we're eating a baby sheep. Anyways, the topic of what we think, like thinking about what you eat has come up a lot this past week. Last night, my dad got like veal. On We went to an Italian restaurant and he was like, do you want a bite? And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. His neighbor's a hunter and he was saying that 
Anyways, I'm not even going to tell you what was in his backyard the other day because I didn't want to hear it. My dad told me without asking. Just like today, I read a story on TMZ um, about a woman. I'm going to go quickly. A woman who was out hunting bears and she thought that she killed a wolf posted on 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 Facebook. It was a it's a husky. I like I can't even my heart starts beating fast. My insides get all warm when I start to think about it. I was like going to write that down in my show prep, but I'm just like, no, don't nobody want to talk about that or hear about that. Like that just seems I, I don't know. There's some topics that I can't touch on. That's one of them. I could go into deep detail about what I read as far as like her Facebook posts and her reasoning and just like, ugh, but it's disgusting. I am on one right now. I'm just so happy that I'm off early. Oh, and I'm so happy that Brett, I was worried today. I was like fishing for it. I was like, hey, Brett. I was like, so I might get offered to get off early again today. Would that be OK, Dad? <laughs> he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, do it. I think because we've gotten to spend like so little time with his parents during the week that he's just like happy that I can get off early and like, you know, hang out with them, even though we're just by the pool and I'm reading my book. Melanie's reading her book. Uh, Steve has his AirPods and listening to music. But you know what I mean? It's just... I don't know. Normally, he would not be about that life. He'd be like, no, you are not taking it. Normally, I wouldn't even sign up for it. I just have been because Brett's parents have been here. And to be honest with you, I got yelled at like my first 10 calls were irate customers. So I was like, please, for the love of God. Um, I was reading that Dead to Me, the final season, is getting ready to come off, come out after a two-year hiatus. So Dead to Me is a show that Brett and I watched. I could not tell you a single thing about it right now. I know that we really enjoyed it. So now I want to go back and watch it before the new season. But we're going to, I just hate when shows take such a long break, especially because there are so many shows these days. It's so hard to keep up with. So when you take a break, like Sayonara, I watch about a million shows in between. I need to like make a list of all the shows Brett and I need to watch because we're so far behind on so many things. We finally got on the Married at First Sight train and then boom, we're off of it again. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited about that. Can't wait to watch Dancing with the Stars from last night. Feel like I'm going to cry every week when Selma Blair performs. Haven't really heard anything else about um, the show last night or the dancers or how it went. So I'm excited to watch tonight. Bachelor in Paradise premieres, which I will not be watching tonight. I don't really know when I'm going to get the chance to watch that. By the time I get by the time I get started, I'm going to be so far behind already. It's just impossible to keep up, especially when we have company. I hope that they want to watch The Hobbit tonight or Lord of the Rings or whatever the fuck it is so that I can squeeze an hour of something in upstairs because I don't want to watch it. And Brett's been like, oh, come on, you'll like it. Just give it another chance. But I'm already two episodes behind and we don't have to watch the same things. This would give me a perfect opportunity to read a book while he's watching TV. It would give me some alone time because we watch everything together. There's barely anything that we that I don't watch that we both don't watch. So. Um, there's something major that I left out from the weekend, but I left it out on purpose. And um, I'm going to tell you all about it now. And it's freaking crazy. And I'm so mad at myself. So I told you guys a couple weeks ago that I filled out a survey for a $10 Amazon gift card about Love Island. It was like a 30-minute survey, right? And I was very detailed in my responses. The new Love Island USA on Peacock is the one I'm referring to. Obviously not the UK. So um, I also put at the end that I would be down to be a part of a focus group. I told you about this. So on Friday, we're out. We're at Cosba and I get a text. I later realize I have a missed call and a voicemail. Um, but I get a text message 
that says, Hi, Megan. This is Andy from Peacock's Love Island. I agree you would be a valuable contributor to our discussion. The producers would love you to participate in our online focus group about the series Wednesday, September 28th at 1130 a.m. It will last 90 minutes and will pay you $150 for participating. You did an excellent survey for us and expressed interest in the focus group. Please give me a call back at blah, 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 so I can give you more details. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Andy. And I said, Andy, I am down in all caps. And he put, awesome. Can you talk for a couple minutes? I can call you or you can call me. I said, yes, you can call me. So we got on the phone. And he was like, Megan, your like or your survey was so great. You were so detailed. We can't wait to have you on this focus group. And then you could tell, like, as he's talking to me, he's rereading through my answers. And he was like, "Um, especially since you said you already talk about it on a podcast. And he was like, is it your podcast? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I have a podcast. And so he was like, oh, that might not be that might be a conflict. And so he's like, give me a little more background. Like, what's it about? So I told him that I was in radio and then I got let go. So I started a podcast and he was like, are you on radio now? I was like, yeah, just like part time. I just voice track or whatever. And so he's like, OK, so you're on the radio and you have a podcast. He was like, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to have to run this by my bosses because obviously like whatever we talk about and the ideas that we throw around, we'd want them to be private because it would, you know, potentially be on the next season of Love Island or we would make changes that we would want secret from the viewers. And I was like, well, I wouldn't talk about it. Obviously, it was like, I won't even mention that this conversation happened. And he and I truly was not going to when I recorded the other day, I left that out. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll sign an NDA. I was like, whatever you need. I was like, I'm I was like, I'm definitely not going to talk about it on the radio. I was like, that just wouldn't fit like the format of radio, like how we talk about things. Anyways, I was like, and I can hold off on talking about it on my podcast, like I promise. And so he was like, OK, great. He was like, I don't think it should be a problem, um, but let me just run it by them and then I'll call you tomorrow. I was like, OK, great. I was on such a freaking high. I came back into the restaurant. I was feeling myself. I was so freaking excited. I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to get a job at Peacock. They're going to love me. They're going to invite me onto the team like obviously dream big so um I was thinking about it when we were in Yosemite because obviously I didn't have any service I got back into service that's when I noticed that he had left me a voicemail before he texted me because I was like oh I have a voicemail from him and then I was like oh no I don't so um didn't hear anything didn't have a text from him when I had got back into service so yesterday morning I shot him a text first thing and I said, hey, Andy, just following up on this. I'm guessing your boss has said no with the emoji of the face melting into the surface. And he said, "Um, please remind me what the conflict was. Do you work for Peacock? That right there told me that he I just, you know, I can read the room. He um, reached out to a lot of people. I'm sure he already deleted my number or didn't save me or didn't save the text for a thread, basically just to scroll up and look. Um, also he probably knew on the phone that his bosses were going to say no. And he was just bullshitting me. Like it shouldn't be a problem. Like he's in the industry. So I get it. And I said, I have a podcast and I'm on the radio. He said, yes, they said no because of, of your podcast and radio shows. You're too successful. Congratulations, by the way. I'm sure you rock. And I said, oh, nuts. OK, well, thanks for reaching out. That would have been so fun. And he said, yeah, you would have been great. And I didn't like it. I didn't heart it. I didn't fucking text back because I'm pissed. So you guess what, Andy? I'm going to talk about it now. God damn it. Oh, I'm so annoyed. I was like, first of all, I could get off work for 90 minutes and get paid like triple what I would get paid hourly at my job. And I would get to talk about reality TV on a panel like I sh- stupid me. I should have just fucking left it out. Like I thought that that was going to be a selling point. Like I already talked about Love Island on my podcast. I didn't even think that that could shoot me in the foot. Note to self next year when I fill out the fucking survey, leave that out. Say I work at a bank, <laughs> which I don't. But 
I'm just so and then I really wouldn't I really wouldn't have talked about it that would have been so fun I have so many good ideas I have so much input I'm so annoyed so yeah this is um, tomorrow. I could have been tomorrow. Tomorrow could have been a big day. I had a my dentist appointment. Brett's getting sworn in. He's taking the oath tomorrow to become an American. I could have been on a Love Island panel. But no. But no. Here we are. I'm just going to have a regular ass day tomorrow. Oh, man. I just realized that I'm not going to be able to go to Brett swearing in. I mean, I think I knew that the whole time, but... It's really settling in now. Then we're going to dinner tomorrow night with my brother and my sister-in-law and Brett's parents because it's their last night. So that'll be sad. I can't believe that. I feel like they just got here, but I also feel like they live with us now. So it's just crazy how time works. Yeah. Oh, I thought of something else funny that happened in Yosemite. So when we were watching the guys climb El Cap, um, this guy came up to us um, and he looked very hiker, hiker hiker-esque. He had those shoes on, you know, where you can see your toes, like you slip your toes into the holes and he had his khakis rolled up at the bottom. You know, he's probably carrying a a bowl that looks like a dog bowl that he eats like beans out of. You know what I mean? The type, you know, the camping type, like they just have a whole vibe about them, especially like Yosemite campers. That is a whole different level. That is some van life type of shit if I've ever seen it. So he was like, hey, Uh, he came up to us. He's like, hey, uh, how long have they been up there? We were like, well, we don't know. This is kind of like where they were. Like we could see three people up there. We're kind of pointing them out. And the guy says to Brett, what route are they taking? And Brett's like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Like, what the? Do we look? Brett and his like O'Neill tank top and like, like as if we know. We have no freak. My hair is done in Yosemite. I have no clue what route they're taking. Fruit or route? What do you say? Like, I I curled my hair before we came out into the park this morning. Thank you, sir. I'm not sure what route they're taking up the mountain. Move it along. Ask one of your other hiker friends, someone that has dreads closer to the hairline. Someone that's carrying fucking keychain with utensils attached to their backpack. We ain't the ones. We are not the motherfucking ones. Okay, well, I'm going to go record my radio show and record my <laughs> nice or record. Enjoy my nice day off in the sun. Fun in the sun. Benny is not eating. Last night we came home from dinner and he had gotten in our trash can because Brett forgot to shut the door. He ate a ton of toilet paper. He ate our toothbrush. He is on full blown motherfucking hunger strike. We put out the grain free. We put out his old food. He won't eat any of it. Today he threw up the toothbrush. So I just told Brett we have to stay strong. And by we, I mean you. The puppy is coming. We were supposed to nip this in the bud a long time ago and we didn't. And so here we are. We got to figure it out. Also, I called Nationwide and on your side yesterday to add the new dog to the policy, and the customer service rep was so fucking rude. And now I just catch things now that I'm on the phone in customer service. He was like, What day did you bring her home? And I was like, Oh, we're bringing her home this Saturday. He's like, Well, you can't open a claim until the dog's at home. And I was like, Oh. And he was like, Yeah. Like, as if I was an idiot. I'm like, oh, Sorry. And I know, always know that it takes a few days for the policy to take effect. So, like, I don't fuck, I don't fucking know. I don't work there. So it really has me like thinking about how I talk to people. I mean, I'll still probably talk to them the same, but at least I'll have it in mind. Okay, follow me on What the Chuck podcast on Instagram. Find me at Megan Space Rage on the Radio on Facebook. And I'll talk to you guys next week. I'll be way more consistent next week because we won't have guests. So uh, we will have a new puppy. So get ready for lots of fucking puppy content. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.